Testing, testing, mic check, one, two. Um, we are testing out the sounds. We're testing out the audio for a playback. And uh, for clarity, today we are going to be doing a new episode of Diary of a Mad Black Man. Um, we are definitely going to pay a lot of homage to somebody that I admire. I'm going to tell you guys a story today. Um, and before we get into the story of why I admire this person and why this person has saved my life through just being who this person is, um, I've been watching this person and following this person for a number of years of my life. And I feel that because this is my possibly potentially my last season, um, I want to pay homage and I want to uh, send a positive message. So um, with that being said, we're going to start off with a positive message from this person who inspires me so much, who uh, really means a lot to me. I just love the growth that I've seen in this person. Um, this is one of many people that I admire, but this is someone who I have been intentionally watching to um, find joy, find peace, find happiness and laugh. Um, at times during great darkness in my life, uh, really since um, since college, since I was in uh, yeah, since I was grad school in Miami is when I first discovered this person on Instagram, and I've been following them ever since. I've been a fan ever since. So um, yeah, we're gonna get more into that. Um, but first, I wanna um, use this next clip. Uh, from this person's from a work of art from this person I kind of don't want to give it away too much um, without just playing it so um, after this we're going to talk about it and talk more about um, yeah why I admire this person and why they saved my life Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Our Lord and Savior, God E. B. Now, what about your career as an artist? And, and what was your inspiration? Well, you know, I've been writing rhymes and I've been into music ever since I was in high school. But, you know, when you're young, you have these dreams of becoming this big star or being an artist. But your dreams start getting crushed with priorities and bills. You know, after I got kicked out of my house when I was 18, it's like I had $200 to invest in the studio sessions. Like I had to pay bills. I had to pay my rent. Now that I'm making dash money. It's like, why not invest on my dreams that I always dreamed of? You know what I'm saying? You gotta follow your dream. Like, <laughs> fuck you mean. What's up, y'all? Welcome to a new episode, Diary of a Mad Black Man. My name is Blake, I'm the host of this podcast, and uh, today I'm finna smoke a blunt with y'all, so if you're a smoker, get your weed, pause this shit, go get your weed so we can smoke together so I can tell y'all a story. We finna get into it. Okay, so hopefully you guys are shared by now. 
watch me roll up. We smoking. It's lit already. If it ain't lit already, go ahead and pause the rolling situation and light up. Or if you want to, you know, roll it up and listen to the episode and then light your blunt later, you can do that too. That's cool. Um, if you don't smoke, um, you don't smoke. And guess what? You ain't got to be a smoker to listen to this episode. But I fucked around and was just playing around on my mic and I was smoking while I was just playing around my mic, testing out different sounds and, you know, little intro beats and stuff that I have, like... I'm that bitch. You know, I, I, got, I got that now, you know, and I also got the infamous... Period. You know what I'm saying? I got a couple of sound effects on the roadcaster, so, um... Anyway, I'm, I'm playing around on the mic, and I, uh... Hit the blunt. As soon as I heard that sound and I saw the waves on the roadcaster, I was like, yo, I cannot wait to smoke a blunt with my listeners. So we gonna smoke this blunt together. Um, again, if you don't smoke, you know, just just listen and tune in. But I also have this story on my heart that I wanna share. Um, it's very fitting for where I am right now um, in this space. You know, it's, um, like I said, now it's Wednesday 8.0, wait, what does that say? It's Wednesday 3.07 a.m., um, February 9th, 2022. Yes, I need glasses, um, clearly. Um, I thought it said 8.07. I was like, what? I had to squint. It was, it's 3.07, so anywho. That's a whole nother situation, y'all. So, I'm going to take you guys back to 2016. I think it's like April. Um, Yeah, like April 2016. Um, I'm on my way to work from Decatur. Illinois I had met somebody in Decatur and I was basically staying with them for the most part like I still had stuff at my grandma's house um oh my god I have never told nobody this y'all <laughs> I don't think I, I'm trying to think have I told anybody I don't think no nah, I definitely haven't told the story on the podcast so but I'm trying to think of the people that made anyway Ooh, so I was staying with somebody in Decatur, back and forth um, between Decatur and Springfield, where my grandma was, where I was living with my grandma. Um, it was such a different space that I was in during this time. Um, My grandma had recently passed and I was working as a substitute teacher in Springfield and I was looking for a job and I still hadn't had like a real long-term job outside of substitute teaching. Um, so that's another reason why I went into teaching. Um, but anywho, I'm on my way to work. Um, I am flying down the highway from Decatur to Springfield 
What highway is that? I can't even remember the, the what highway that is that you take from Decatur. Is that 50? I don't think it's 55. Is it? No, it's not 55. 55 runs north and south. What is that? Is that 72? I don't know. Oh, my God. That's how long it's been since I've been in Springfield. I cannot remember. Anyway, those y'all from Springfield, y'all know what, what highway I'm talking about. I'm probably, you know what? I'm going to look that up really quick because I ain't got time. And if one of y'all are driving or something like that, y'all busy, um, I don't need y'all pausing my podcast to go try and look that up. So I'm going to look it up real quick. Uh, Springfield. Um, so basically, um, to keep with the story while I'm looking this up, I'm driving down this highway. And at the time, I had a 2006 Lexus ES350. Yep, it's 72. Yep, boom. See, I was I know what the thing I had to confirm. Yep, it's 72. I'm on 72. I'm in my Lexus ES350 2006. Mind you, it wasn't brand new. Cause mind you, it's 2016. But she was cute. She was a baby. Okay, let me tell you something. My, my Lexus was a was a rider. Okay, this is also the Lexus that I drove to Atlanta a couple months later when I got my teaching job, like in Atlanta. So, but anywho, so I'm back. And you guys back up again. It's April. I'm flying down 72 on the way to work, and I am so distraught like I am I just remember the state of mind that I was in trying to prepare myself to get to work but also trying to keep my hands on the steering wheel and to keep straight to keep focused and to get to work because I knew I had students that were waiting for me it was like the one thing that was keeping me alive, like there was some days I ain't gonna hold you. I would wake up and it wouldn't be until I was pulling up to the school that I would really start to like, I'm not gonna say like have consciousness, but to like really start to remember from my day. Like during this time period, I don't really remember like how I was waking up and getting dressed and getting prepared to go to work and stuff most of these days and this was one of those days as well but um I'm flying down this highway and I'm just like a mess and I'm trying I got the music blasting I'm just cruising but but I'm literally like in tears at the same time and I'm kind of vibing out but at the same time I'm just hurting like I'm just trying to just to get to work and just, but I'm, but I'm flying, I'm cruising, you know what I'm saying? That it, it was calming me down. It was calming me down. You know, the faster I drove, I ain't gonna hold you, the better I felt. And I blasted my music, I turned it up, and at the time, I was listening to Cardi B. I was actually listening to Gangsta Bitch, Volume 1, her very first mixtape she ever dropped. And, um... I loved it. I, I was I I'd always been following Cardi from like back in college, like when I was living in Miami. That's when I first discovered her on Instagram. 
so I just admired how she had brought herself to the point of even having a mixtape. Like, I was like, oh, my God, this is just so fucking dope. The fact that she's actually done this, like, off being a stripper. Like, what? Like, ain't nobody? Ain't nobody who, who's done this? Nobody. Like, Cardi was the... I mean, I can't think... Like, no disrespect to nobody else, but... I'm not even thinking about nobody else because that's whose person's music I was listening to. So anyway, um, one of her songs came on and I want to say this was like the first time that I had heard this song and it calmed my soul in a way that I could not have imagined um, it's probably because it was, uh, directly followed by a skit that I wasn't expecting to hear, <laughs> um, at all on, on her mixtape. Uh, but it caught me by surprise and when I heard this skit right after this song, like it was, it was, it was like an emotional roller coaster I was already on. And I just could not believe that Cardi's mixtape was taking me on this emotional roller coaster from like being turned the fuck up, uh, listening to this. Come on, be grown, suck a dick, be nasty. Niggas like, like bitches I'm that pop up and on. I'm just like, yo, what? Are you serious? What? But then I'm like, Okay. Like I'm literally like upset, but then the song comes I'm like. But y'all be getting me tight. As soon as the beat drop, I'm So anyway, like, so that song is called What's Poppin'. Um, it's off Gangsta Bitch Volume Ones by Cardi B. Please share y'all. Y'all go stream that. Go listen to her first album. I'm telling you, that song is so dope. Like, I don't know why it just gave me so much energy, so much life. It was just so uplifting. And I was just like, yes, like, it's just so dope. Like, I just, I needed that so much in that moment from some, from, and it came from her music. It was, and it was like, life was being like cultivated in my soul and my spirit at, at a time of, of such darkness. And it was, I mean, yeah, it's just so ratchet and just so like, you know, like just Cardi B, you know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. You know, I, I loved it, but it, and, and it helped me. It helped to calm me down as I drove down highway 72 on my way to work, speeding, flying in my 2006 Lexus ES 350. Um, they had a little bit of mileage, but she was still a writer, period. Um, so then after listening to this, you know, again, come on, be grown, let me get a little bit more of it. Like, I need all my scammer niggas, bring that cash out. Let's just see these big ass, big ass, big ass, big ass, big ass, Anyway, so it goes from that to this. Yo, where the fuck was you at? Fuck you mean you at some club? 
Bet you at the club, got niggas touching on your ass, right? Same ass I'm supposed to be touching on, right? Psh, bitch, you think you cute? Oh, you think you a bad bitch? Bitch, you ain't shit. You trash, bitch. Thot, doodle. Fuck you talking about? What? What? Bitch, you cr- I smacked this shit out your dumb ass like I did last- Yo, look, 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 look. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, stop raising your motherfucking voice. Bitch, you already know what time it is. I don't give a fuck, bitch. You know what? Matter of fact, close the fucking door. Because the neighbor's about to see exactly what the fuck is about to go on. Close the fucking door, you stupid ass slut. <sighs> what? I will fucking kill you. you so, uh, yeah. Uh, that is called her perspe- perspective. It's a skit that is... Um, oh, child, I got to relax my spine after that. I'm sorry. And I didn't even listen to the whole thing. Because it takes me back to that moment of feeling her music for the first time and being in that moment again in April 2016, riding down Highway 72's flying, speeding, and on my way to work. And I continued to listen to it, and it got, like, just real, real, just real quick. Like, I just couldn't believe it. So, trigger warning. It's funny to get real. Fucking scout, you dumbass hoe. Calm down. Cut me? What? Stop screaming. Stop screaming. I don't want nobody to know what the fuck going on right now. Stop screaming. Get the fuck off me. Yo, look. Get the fuck out my crib. Matter of fact, stay here. I'm out. You better be here when I get back, you stupid-ass bitch. And if I catch you in a club, I don't give a fuck what club it is. I'm going to fuck you up there, too. So, yeah. Um, as soon as I heard that door slam, and I was riding down Highway 72, I felt like... Oh, hold on. Can I put the blind? Um, I felt like everything in me was like felt just this immediate rush of emotion of feeling of just like even still now it's like I just it's almost hard to describe just like this instant like I I was almost like I was there like because I've experienced I could just feel what it was like I know what that's like I've lived through those types of situations and witnessing those kinds of things especially as a child so Um, And just growing up and just knowing people, even as an adult with friends and family and just all types of people, everybody, you know, domestic violence happens to um, a lot of us. And I felt that it was, um, well, I guess this is more now in reflection. It was like, it was so beautiful for her to be so transparent on her very first project like that, like... But then it was just also the reality and the the depth of what she's experienced and like the the realness that came with that and 
where I was mentally and just in that space, you know, riding in my car. Like it was just, it took me to, to a place that was just like, my, my anxiety was on a thousand. Like, again, I was a mess just trying to get it together on the way to work, trying to vibe out, hoping I could, you know, get to Springfield in time. I have to give you some coffee or something like that. Um, something to eat, you know, um, And then, um, immediately after that, uh, skit ended, this, uh, next song started playing and it really soothed my soul. It really just uh, calmed me down. It really just helped me to heal in that moment and... I am so thankful for that moment, and I'm happy that I'm going to be able to share a piece of that moment with you all here right now, um, because again, it went straight from, uh, you know, the end of her perspective skit, uh, which again is on Gangsta Bitch Volume 1 um, by Cardi B. Um, please go stream that now. Well, not right now. Maybe after you listen to this podcast, you may go want to check it out, um, but I'm going to give you guys the end of... Her perspective and give you the song that came immediately after that and you guys will get to see really feel the depth of emotion that i was experiencing because again we went from uh from from some real cratchit you know real ratchet you know just pussy popping we spend that all on cardi b baby don't you i need like 10k right you know we we there one moment and then then the next minute we here you know with this shit like stop screaming stop screaming i don't want nobody to know what the fuck going on right now stop screaming. so it's like you know it, it was a lot going on but then the next thing you know it just really just changed and then stupid ass bitch and if i catch you in the club i don't give a fuck what club it is i'm gonna fuck you up there too gave you more than I gave myself so loyal to you that I betray myself well I guess I'm a wither away you a snake and you chose to slither today I gave my all my love and my trust but I guess my all just wasn't enough yeah there's something about you I can't help it but I'ma do for myself I'm being selfish the voice I need makes me skip a beat, yeah. And baby, you know it, yeah. But it's hard to show it, yeah. See the one I love. Yeah, so um, this song is called Selfish, uh, featuring Josh X, um, off Cardi B's mixtape, volume one, Gangsta Bitch, Gangsta Bitch, volume one. Um, <clears throat> This song helped me to love myself a little bit more. It helped me to embrace myself a little bit more. It helped me to accept who I was in that moment in life. It helped me to understand that I have to be selfish with myself. Uh, because at that time, um, I wasn't in a relationship for real. Um, I was staying and seeing somebody in Decatur. 
Um, that was a pretty regular thing. Um, you know, I, I was in such a weird space of mind because I was still living in the house, technically, that my grandmother was living in. Um, and she had passed away in February of that year. And I, you know, was doing a lot of drinking, smoking, and fucking, and all types of crazy rat shit. And, um, well, not really too much outside of that. I ain't gonna hold you. But I also don't really remember a lot of that time. I don't have a lot of memories, a lot of recollections of, you know, the of the details of that. You know, I have, I have moments like this moment I had listening to Cardi B. Um, because I think when you're selfish, we're often taught that that's a negative thing, that that's a bad thing, that you don't want to be selfish, you know, sharing is caring, you know, and that, that idea or the ideology kind of gets embedded in your brain and in your mind. And then for me, I've never wanted to be selfish you know I was a servant you know I was to give I was a servant to humanity I wanted to help and work with children I wanted to help people I wanted to be an asset to my community I wanted to you know have a big family I wanted to have a wife I wanted to have kids I wanted to give of myself of my time of my energy to others to people to the world around me that was what my how my mind was wired so selfish was not something that I ever wanted to feel or experience putting even most times even putting me first like that no fuck me how you feel fuck you know you know it, it don't matter how you feel you finna go to work these kids need you you are finna go to this class it is it, it don't matter how, how bad you feel. You finna do this paper. It don't matter how bad you feel. That that's how that's how hard I was. That was I mean, hell. That's how I did everything in college. Like it didn't matter how I felt, how long. Like some of my projects in college, like some of them papers I took, I would literally go and have to like sit in the library for like eight hours. Like I would I would get to the library. Like I would go to Birkins Library. Um, this was at UIS. I would go to like the third or fourth floor up off in the cut, like with a nice little view with a dope ass like table, big spread out, ain't nobody there. Plug all my shit up, put my headphones in and just bang out like two, three, four papers in like eight, nine hours. But like, that's how I would, you know, get a lot of stuff done or, you know, get just, you know, doing all my emails and organizing and just, you know, like I would have like my own office hours. Um... But anyway, uh, I don't know why the fuck I am talking about me doing <laughs> homework on the third or fourth floor of Brickett's Library. Like, I have no idea how I ended up here. Like, I ain't gonna hold you. I don't know what just happened. Like, y'all know I've been smoking. Like, damn, because I know this is a good-ass episode. Like, it, I was good up to this point, but it just hit me, y'all. So... I may have to just pause this for a second and come back for a second. Um, but in the event that it's not that bad, wait, let me see if I can pick it back up. Nah, let me, let me pause. Uh, 